My name is Damon, the prodigal son returning where? This is Kevin, the probably should have had some finances in his name, Schneider. (laughs) (laughs) And this is a black and white review. Nothing mixes better than vanilla and chocolate. And since you're black and I'm white, that makes it more special for the audience. Did you say black? You called him black? Welcome to a black and white review, everyone. This week's episode is from is 1981's Carbon Copy, directed by Michael Schultz, written by Stanley Shapiro, and it stars George Siegel as Walter Whitney, Denzel Washington in his first role ever. Introducing! It even has an introducing Denzel Washington, and he plays Roger Porter. Also stars Susan St. James as Vivian Whitney, Jack Warden as Nelson Longhurst, and Dick Martin as Victor Bard. And what this movie is about is about a man named Walter Whitney, who's a big, you know, C- he's not a CEO. What, what, I don't know what his job it's is. It's not like he was like a marketing dude because yeah. he came up, he comes up with slogans and, you know, just generic, like, he's, he's, he's the idea guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he, he's, a, he's a wealthy guy who's living in San Marino in 1981. And, and whitest neighbor you can think of. And, you know, he's, he's, he's very wealthy. Things are going great for him. And then one day, Denzel Washington knocks at his door and says, hey, I'm your son. But not just any son. I'm your black son. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's just how, how you know, him learning this new information and how everyone in his life reacts to it and how his life kind of gets a lot harder when people aren't as tolerant as they should be. It, like, unravels. <laughs> Two Bs a lot. <laughs> it doesn't get... It doesn't get... I was talking about Walter's, like, life. Like, it doesn't just get... Oh, okay. It, yeah. It unravels. Yeah. Like, at the, at the fucking seams because all of a sudden... Denzel's like, no matter how charismatic I am, I'm still black. And, you know, the executives don't like that. They don't like that one bit. Not in the slightest. But, yeah, no, um, the first thing, like, first and foremost, you guys should know, Kevin is the mastermind behind our, like, production, like, the movies, like, all of that. I'm dumb as hell when it comes to that stuff. But when he told me about this one, I was, I thought he was making a joke. I was like, what do you mean? Denzel Washington's first movie, it's a black son, like, his life unravels. It's... How the fuck did you find this, Kevin? So, I didn't have cable as a kid, you know. So, you know, it's one Saturday morning when the cartoons are over and I'm watching UPN 57. And this week's 12 o'clock movie on a Saturday. Deep cut, UPN 57. (laughs) (laughs) The 12 o'clock movie is Carbon Copy and I see Denzel Washington. I'm like, well, I know who that is. Like, I know Denzel Washington even though I was a kid, you know. But I'm thinking more like... I don't know, like Inside Man or Training Day, but I'm like Carbon Copy. Okay, <laughs> wait, how old were you when you'd seen Training Day? And uh, I, I probably hadn't. <laughs> honestly, I probably hadn't seen Training Day, but I knew what it was. Oh, good, good. I think I had seen like Inside Man. Or... I know. I just, I just know your dad. And I'm like, wait, he was really like, yeah, Cap, come on, this is my favorite part when Denzel just <laughs> makes him sm- makes him smoke this wet. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And I remember being confused about this movie as a kid, and then rightly so, because when we went back to actually watch it, I was very confused when I watched it again. This movie's very strange. Layered. Like, yeah, it's a comedy, but I feel like if you tweaked it a little, this could easily just be like a, a serious drama. If they had like dedicated more time to just the dramatic elements of it, then yeah, it has all of the, the makings of a very serious like story of like a man that didn't know he had a son, he comes back into his life... Um, all the people he thought were his closest friends and confidants abandoned him because of the son returning. Like this, 
this is a drama, but they played as like a satire of like yeah. I guess just '80s, like you know, just because there's consumer culture being made fun of. There's like elements of there's cl- a lot of class like yeah. base like satire going on in, in the movie. But there's also like slapstick. Like there's tons of scenes where just like goofy shit goes on. Yeah. Where just like con- honestly, it reminds me of like um, it reminds me of scary movie a lot. Like just like some of the jokes are so on the nose, or like a lot or a lot of the um, like the racial stuff. Like people might cringe at it, but if you watch scary movie now or scary movie two, some of the shit does not age very well. Like it's it's a very this movie. May, people will, may watch this for the first viewing, kind of like what we did, and be offended because of how, like, they say colored, like, like very, yeah. like, there were several times throughout the movie, and it's very clear that the main big bad of the movie is a bigot. Like, it's just, like, and so the if you, if you don't know their jokes, you're like, okay, like, what's the movie trying to do? I think because what the movie is trying to do, I, at least what I was able to interpret, is that it just you're supposed to be laughing at these races. Like, yeah. like listen to how backwards ass these people are, but it's so deadpan and serious that you're like, I'm not sure how to feel. They sell it too well yeah. sometimes. Yeah, they really do. And they're expecting you to be like you know, the audience that when that movie was geared towards. And so some of those deadpan moments that they may have been easier to pick up in the culture at the time because we, you were living in it, you would have been able to experience it. But for us, it's, 20, it's 2020, and it's like, damn, that was jarring. Like, is that, might as well laugh at this now. Like, what's... We watched the movie twice to laugh. <laughs> the first time, I didn't laugh. Not yeah. Maybe at the slapsticks if I laughed the first time, but most of it, I was on edge for a lot of this movie for the first viewing. Yeah, the first viewing. Second viewing, you grasp more. Also, this movie came out in 1981, so it also it feels very 70s. Yes, yes. I mean, the, at one point, the outfits. Denzel Washington is supposed to be his 17 year old son. And I remember at one point in the movie, he's trying to watch TV, but it's like they're it's it's part of the down spiral of you know of. Uh, Walter's, Walter, Walter's of Walter losing everything, and th- so he's staying in a crappy motel, and he has to put coins in the TV. And he's like, "I'm trying to watch Starsky and Hutch." <laughs> yeah, oh, I t- yeah, oh yeah, I remember the coins and the, yeah. the television, but I remember the show, dude. That dates it like a motherfucker. That makes a lot more sense though, because it adds to the whole point of like why the movie made him be jarring, because it's kind of like a '70s movie that kind of eked its way into the oh, it's an '80s movie. It's 1981. Like the the culture is still heavily 70s the fact that colors being used that's a huge like i don't want to say red flag but like of course like this treat this movie as a time capsule like if you're watching it don't be surprised like oh i don't know how i feel yeah. about like that one thing like it's a comedy from the 70s so shit's gonna be a little a little cagey sometimes yeah. but yeah i get past that if you want to enjoy the movie next yeah, if you do want to watch it i would say check it out just out of a, out of this the, the morbid curiosity or this i don't even know this i, I wouldn't say morbid because like it would be more if it was like fucking song of the south or whatever but this movie had like you know a purpose denzel's proud of this movie like he he's he like, seen it yeah, based on what we saw yeah from like interviews I mean, it's his first we, movie he should be kind of happy with it yeah and it's like and the the fact that he was in like a, i remember you told me that like he was worried about someone told him not to get his, his next his next offer apparently after this was another comedy and he just didn't think it was very funny so he turned it down and then because of that he was out of work apparently he was out of work for a few months but then like the next big role he got offered was Cry Freedom 
which is a drama he made. I, I forget what it's about, but he got nominated for an Oscar for that. Damn. I think I got nominated for that. For that from his second movie, he got nominated for an Oscar? Not positive. Or I think like, he might have been doing St. Elsewhere at this or, point. Or regardless. Like, the fact that he's, like, an introdu- intro- from introduction. It was one of his credit, early roles. Yeah, early roles, early Oscar nods. Like, the yeah. motherfucker was talented. But the fact that he's not, like, trying to bury this movie or, like, because we saw an interview where this I forget which... kind of buried itself. Yeah. Just like, one thing I found was, um, this apparently, which was funny enough, on like it was, like, the... Because it's IMDb, like, little trivia on this thing is yeah. so short. But the one thing was, uh... <laughs> That this movie's not syndicated very much because of the racial issues, so a lot of stuff has to get censored to a point where, like, what's the point of showing some of the movie? Which makes me wonder, why did I see this on UPN 57 back when I was a kid then, if this is something that's syndicated very often? Well, realistically, too, it's like, I don't remember the movie having, like, a lot of swears. Like, it wasn't, like, I know it was rated, was it rated R? No, it's PG. It's a PG oh, movie. That's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Because ratings of, are stupid. I mean, they don't, <laughs> they don't say any outright slurs do they I mean it's they say color, it's, it's very like yeah, they're or, saying a lot of bad I mean they do say a lot of probably that, worse things than yeah, slurs yeah, about black people yeah, in this movie. Yeah. but also you're supposed to be laughing at those 1% characters it's his wife and that's the you know, the wife like yeah. the, the boss like the, the, the really spoiled like stepdaughter that Walter has like they're yeah. all just caricatures of people like they're like the archetypes of like rich entitled pieces of shit. Like, that's really George, it's, the movie is more focused on George Siegel, who's Walter, who's the man who finds out that Denzel Washington's his son, and everyone in his community does not like that. Yeah. So no. he basically gets pushed out of, of society, he loses everything. Or, or we should say high, high, high society. High, high, high society. Yes. <laughs> they don't like it when the race is But I think he's pretty good in it. He's, he's not great. I mean, he's basically just kind of looking at the camera like, oh, what am I supposed to do now? I'm the straight man being, being um, befuddled by my situation. Ah, the gods have cursed me. And Denzel's pretty good in it. It's his first movie, and there's a few scenes where you're just looking at him, and you're like, you can totally see how this kid grows up to become D- Denzel Washington. Talented. Yeah. <laughs> so talented. He has a very layered, not very layered performance, but there's he has it's a layered performance that the he's way putting he, in. I remember before we started recording, you were talking about like he's playing like two characters. Like he's yeah. playing like, how would you describe it's it? It's a little you know, spoilery, so I maybe mean, oh, yeah, wait, that, wait that, until true. we get into the that movie a little more. So, I mean, is there anything else you want to say without getting too deep into it? Really. Anyone's performances that yeah, stood out to you or um, didn't stand out? But no, because like, you already kind of said like everything. Like, Denzel's fucking Denzel. Um, the main guy does his job. But all the side characters are like over the top of shit. Um, um, yeah, they're they're very racist. They're very also just rich and bougie snooty. Man. Yeah, and I, like I said, I think because they, I think because they play it so deadpan and they play it so very well and straight that you're not sure if you should be laughing. But when you watch, when we watch the second time. It's hilarious. Like, oh, I see it now. I get it. But the first time, there's there's so much racism being thrown at you so seriously and deadpan. And there's so many, and then and there's so many different messages they're trying to get across, like in the movie. So sometimes they get muddled. They're all and they're all trying to say the same thing. But when you're trying to make like a funny comedy movie, I don't know why they tried to focus on getting all of like the satire and like one joke. Like it'd be like one joke would be like, oh, that. Had, Class, like race, like income inequality, like all gender of it is like Jesus. Oh yeah, we haven't even touched on the sex the, jokes. The, the, the sexist parts of this movie that are going to be very hard for some people to get past, like as well. Like it's just, just the idea of like some of the jokes, comedy. The first, the it first is so poorly sometimes. So I think I, guess, I think I was saying, do you want to get into like the the nitty gritty of what this what yeah, happens? This yeah, movie? yeah. All right, let, so let's movie, it up. <laughs> all right, so let's go to breakdown. Also, before we do break it down, like kind of what we typically do, like most of the movie, we want to let you know that this is you know it's a strange movie, Carbon Copy. Most of you probably have not heard of this one. Um, 
you know, you're, you know Denzel Washington for being Denzel Washington. And George Siegel, he's not really a big name. You, most I people know, know, I know about Most him. people would probably know him as he's the grandpa on the Goldbergs, which I don't watch. But I mostly know him for – he was on Just Shoot Me, which was a, like a sitcom in the 90s oh, with like David not, Spade. I didn't watch that. I was aware of it. I forget but... who else was on it. But he's like the main guy who runs the business. And also he's in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. That's like his big meaty role. He's nominated for an Oscar for Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf. Uh, that movie it's yeah. so dark it's like the best type of dark he's, he's like 60s black and white he's the, he's the, he's the younger couple <laughs> him, and his, him and his um his wife in that oh, movie oh god watch that movie guys yeah. if, you, if you want to be uncomfortable like fuck carbon copy that's an uncomfortable ass movie <laughs> alright so the movie opens up with a which was something else we brought up how it's very 70s music it feels very 70s it like, feel, uh, brum, brum, like I feel brum, like I just brum, turned brum, on an episode oh fanfare bro yeah and also this theme song is definitely what if you guys if anyone watches Family Guy which you should the um <laughs> if you're aware of the one bit where Peter's like I imagine my life as an 80s or 70s sitcom and it's My Black Son kind of this my plot of this son. movie yeah cause even even, the, even like the sing song elements in that it kind of talks about like don't remember a lot and that, that comes up with with Walter's character yeah. in, in I almost called Carbon Copy My Black Son <laughs> and also the theme like the theme that runs throughout the movie that's like if you listen to My Black Son from that Family Guy clip that's the that's the, the fucking the, song the, the theme of this movie is very similar to it but it's <laughs> but it's um it's Bill Conti's I Wanna Get Closer I Wanna Get Closer or I Gotta Get Closer Closer I'm Gonna Get Closer Closer no, that does it's catchy as hell. But yeah. I feel like it shouldn't be. I think you made the point where, it, like, if it's talking about like a father and son getting closer, like it doesn't really fit because it's like a very the way it sounds. <laughs> it sounds more like, like porno vibey. Hey, 70s. girl, I like you. Let's get closer together. Let's yeah, dance. Yeah, rollerblade or whatever because it's the seventies. Dis- disco shit. <laughs> it's the eighties, but it's the seventies. Yeah. No, Denzel. The, when I saw Denzel's collar when like you, when he first comes on the screen, like his all his clothes. When he says like square, like he's the, 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 the like all this shit is like this. Yeah. Yeah. 70s as a lot hell. of 70s dialogue. <laughs> hell yeah, which man. makes sense. This would have been written in the 70s. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Makes makes perfect. So sense. it opens up with the movie telling you we're in San Marino. We're in San Marino. Also, I don't know what San. I'm guessing San Marino is just the richest. I didn't even look. I have no idea. It seemed it seemed fake, but also some of these towns like no, it's yeah, a real yeah, place. Yeah, I just I, don't know like what the community's known for. I didn't even know it was real. No, no, I'm just saying I thought it was fake. Oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm admitting my ignorance. I did not know it was a real place. I just assumed it was like you know Bel Air because mm. this movie also has kind of little elements of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. So oh kinda. yeah, like there's because Den- there's like scene like Denzel just kind of like oh uh, ah. when he, when Denzel's <laughs> pulling up to the house, I literally just heard. The thong. Mm. These are I pulled up to a house around seven or and Denzel's like, yeah. It's like Tim, my white dad didn't know I existed. And they're like, we can't find a rhyme that makes that not sad. <laughs> so the movie opens where in, where where we introduced to Walter and his wife, Vivian, and they're in bed together, and Walter's just, you know, come on, babe, let's have sex. I love you. And she's like, No, no. Walter, just jog. Like she that's like that's one of her things where it's like so I I because Walter's like trying to just try to fuck his wife in early morning and she's adamantly saying no no do not force yourself on me and Walter's pressing the issue pretty hard really and, hard and this is like what we were just talking about maybe two three minutes ago about this may be one of the bigger issues we're in the three movie. minutes in the movie and, and we're like opening a potential with a, rape it's a rape joke yeah like a spousal rape yeah he even says, even says like the, it even says in the bible like a wife 
must lay with her husband or like cannot rape his wife or something. And then it's like, that's not in the Bible. It's like, well, they cut it out when some lesbian, lesbian translator like did, redid the version. Like, it's just, you know, <gasps> the movie has, it's been a minute. Uh, and just like, blam, blam, dated, this, dated. This is the hero of our story? <laughs> okay. We're, we're supposed to empathize with him at some point? All right, Walt. And then he keeps pressing the issue. The only reason why, and she he gets on top of her, and the only reason why it doesn't become like a rape scene is because the, the new maid walks in. And it's, you know, she interrupts, she, she gets off, and you were introduced to Oh, her. she gets off. <laughs> no one gets off in this movie. Uh. Until, until later. We'll talk about it later. But uh, you're introduced to Vivian's character being a piece of shit because she, because Walter's you can like, t- even though Even though he is being trying rape. to rape her, mm-hmm. you can just tell by the dialogue, like, this is clearly an issue that's been, been a part of their marriage for, for a while for a very long time and he's like they're in their thir- probably he's in his 40s she's probably in her late 30s and they're basically a sexless marriage yeah. and and like the jokes are just dated like it's just a dated yeah because back satire. in the 70s you know it's always the wise like I don't want to have sex yeah and then the minute husband are like I'm sex crazy this is why we, he even makes a joke he's like this is why we jog and vote for the death penalty because like we're just a bunch of sex <laughs> like a bunch of men in sexless marriages like Jesus Walter like don't put the death penalty on like you're not getting pussy like that's that that's a that's a lot to do yeah so then Walter after or in this what was the the class thing with the with the oh um, with, with the, the maid the maid the, 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 the maid yeah, comes wanna... the, yeah the maid comes in um and interrupts interrupts them fucking or almost fucking and Walter's like wait who the hell is that like what happened to our our, our old maid um what was the old maid's name I think Estelle was Estelle the old or maid. some shit the new like, this new, is... new, new, new chick is Bianca and then Vivian is like well of course I had to had to fire Estelle she didn't know her place like Bianca's from Central America like all the girls are getting them now because they they don't they don't they they don't feel resentment toward being Wait, wait, they don't resent being treated as servants. That's, that's like what the, she says. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and you're so that's why when we first saw the movie, you're like, is this supposed to be the joke? Like, god damn. Like, and because it, it's so kind of eerily true where people will outsource like their their labor differently depending on how people get fired from those jobs for the most arbitrary bullshit reasons. Like it, it was it shows that Vivian's a piece of shit. Like that's the reason why it's in, in the scene. So you're not supposed to feel bad about the potential rape that just happened. Like I don't I, It really I, it really sets up her character for the bigotry you're about to see her do later, which is even worse. It is yeah this is yeah you know you're actually very Maybe right. This not, is the icing this is icing on the cake. It kinda is because she's like trying to treat it She's talking about like. Um, so uh, I think she says it while she's in the room. Yes, too. because like she's assuming she doesn't speak English. Like it's just yeah. Like, she even says like Buenos Dias. Yes. Estelle, uh, no, not Estelle. But whatever Bianca, the new one's name. Yeah, Bianca. Yeah. Bianca. The whatever the new one's name. You're just bad as ah! <laughs> Check your goddamn privilege. It's been five minutes of the movie. I'm still figuring out who who, who I'm rooting for. We're so wrong. <laughs> we we've hit with so much already in minute fucking five. And uh, so yeah, so they go downstairs. And then he goes. He pretty much. And then his his stepdaughter walks in. Oh, and yeah, she, interrupts, she, interrupts treats him like, she treats him like crap, too. So she's mean to Walter and doesn't respect him. I want to go shopping. I'm spoiled. Blah, blah, blah. And the mom just enables her negative behavior. Oh, yeah, because she's like... Toughest job ever being <laughs> a step-parent. <laughs> It's such a thankless job. <laughs> so thankless. Because, like, it, it's... Because being a parent already fucking blows. But then this kid knows you're not the real mom or dad. Like, bro. Like, this, the, the amount of, like... You can't make, like... make Try to make one mistake to step And parent. she's a stuffy rich kid, too. Oh, big old bitch. It's <laughs> <laughs> the worst. In, like, the three scenes she's in. Yeah, they really hammer in, like, piece of shit. Yeah, piece I think it's just shit. the two... Yeah, she's only in two scenes. It's this scene and the dinner table scene that happens later. And she's awful at that scene, too. She's probably worse in that scene. She is worse because she has some fucked up questions in that scene. Yeah. yeah. So then we jump ahead to Walter's now in his office. You know, he's very rich and wealthy where his boss is Nelson. <sighs> 
And Nelson also happens to be his father-in-law. Who's the, who? Yeah, who's, who's the boss of the father-in-law? Super awkward. And the scene is opening up with Nelson being like, "So my daughter tells me you tried to rape her, Walter. What's what's that about?" And it's like, "All right, Nelson." I did not try to rape my wife. I didn't. I did not. Please believe me. Please believe me. I didn't do it. And then, also, it's Monday. <laughs> I'm trying to have a meeting. I don't want to talk about your daughter right now. Yeah, and Nelson, Jack Warden. I didn't want to. I want to find more movies he's in because he plays this so straight and so he's such a it tricked su- me. He's such a subtle and and, and eloquent monster. <laughs> it's it's kind yeah. of commendable. Yeah, he sells. It's a good the, performance. He sells the fact that he believes that he is a better race than another person, but it's not like cartoonish. It's, it's even beyond it, that. It, too. It's cartoonish. It's, it's I mean, so it's, it, it's not cartoonish. It's so believable that there are someone that exists like this in the upper echelons of power that can justify all the excesses of their life with and also also uh, validate the inequality that they see like it's just he played to your point he plays a very good character but because he plays it so well I didn't know this was a comedy at first yeah. <laughs> I didn't know it was a comedy so kudos to him but also the director had been like can you not be as serious when you're being a bigot. <laughs> but I think, I think that's just more how the satire is just aging poorly. Yeah, you're right. Because maybe that was the whole point. Our our, our woke generation, they, I mean, we're, yeah. we can't quite comprehend this movie. Yeah, it's so, yeah and even I, I'm not, it's I'm, trickier. I'm not, even that, I'm not even that fucking woke. And it's uh, even I was kind of taken aback the first viewing. So someone might... <laughs> someone might like maybe an older listener, if they watch this movie, maybe they'll find it hilarious right away where a younger person will just be... More offended. I was looking at the YouTube comments, which you should never do unless you, if you value <laughs> your sanity. Don't fucking do that. But I was looking at the YouTube comments of the Karma Cop because there weren't really that many. It was only like maybe 15 or 20. And a lot of them were like, they liked the movie. Like they were like, oh, well, it was a classic. And they, I was trying to look at the profiles. There were black and white people that were having memories that weren't like, oh, I can't believe this got made. Those weren't the comments. They were yeah. always like, oh, wow, this is, I, I love how this movie is so easily accessible now. So, you know, I think it's, I've, I think this movie should be watched because yeah. it is like, a, it's complicated and honestly, but in all the good ways. And I forget already if, we said, if I said it already, but this movie is on YouTube. That's how yes, we found yes, it. Yes, 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 it is. Now, on now that we say that, and we'll probably link it when we, when we post this episode so that if you want to click on it and watch it, you can, but... I mean, I don't know if it's going to be taken down because I'm sure the movie's not there. But yeah. if you have, I think it's if you have Showtime or Stars, it's on there. Because okay. I remember seeing it was on Hulu, but I went to Hulu. It's like only with the Stars add-on. Mm, like, Dang, no, that's how they always get you. I'm so, repaying my money right now. That's where you can find it because this is I mean, it's not a movie you can find easily. No, 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 no. But on to your point, we don't know what's going to take taken down. And normally, if the movie's easily accessible, we'll try to like not go beat for beat. But it. This movie, it, it's so so much happens, and you may not have you may not want to watch like this. You may not have an hour and a half to kill. So we'll we'll, we'll share. <laughs> you you get to share in our confusion with us, and you can you can take what you will from it. Yeah. So shortly after being scolded by his father-in-law slash boss for how he's treating how he should or shouldn't treat his wife, basically tell him like your wife shouldn't be giving you sex because any 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 good. I've, ne- I've never met an executive that was like I've never wor- I've never met an executive worth a damn that was like happy like that was basically the the, the, the gist yeah. of the conversation like be be sexless and then, he even he even says like he kind of raised her to be sexless for to be an executive's wife in that scene like it's it's, it's hammering home piece of shit piece of shit piece Nelson of shit Nelson needs to be in control of everything every, every facet of, That's of his pretty life pretty much his character yeah. and he's so powerful and rich and vile he's actually can do it yeah and without really any consequence to it and with little effort yeah no because he's simple. groomed everyone in his life so easily that he he convinced he's so convincing and like he can convince you to 
eventually leave people that you care about. And really, you you kind of see that over the whole movie where the amount of control. You saw you brought up a really good point. Control. He's the, amount calm. Of, the amount of control he, he has in all the scenes because he knows it. Like, oh, I don't need to do anything. Like, this is like this is, this is my bubble. This is my cult. This is my little bubble. Like, I don't need to do dick. I don't think you even see him raise his voice until like the very end of the movie. It's when he realizes that he he's lost. He can't control everything. Yeah, that was that was the only time. Yeah, great. He plays his character. He plays his very character. Good. Too, plays his character too well for Again, this, for this if, satire. If, this movie got, if you if, if for some reason someone to remake this now i don't think it would be a comedy it would be a drama oh no it would have to be a drama because everything's there everything is there so shortly after that uh walter's leaving the office or leaving the his boss's office where his secretary is like excuse me sir there's a roger porter here for you he's like i don't know a roger porter tell him to go away he's like he says he's the son of lorraine porter and he's like lorraine and the music like changes everything becomes a little nice he's like lorraine porter yeah like (sighs) those were the days carefree a simpler time and then he's like lorraine porter's son Send him up. I'd be happy to meet him. And then he walks Roger, in. Roger Porter. And he walks in, and it's a very young Denzel Washington with a red uh, red shirt on with with an Africa, and has like a little heart on the heart of Africa. Mm-hmm. And he's got his collar popped. He's got the shades. Nice, the, n- nice, nice, like leather-ish looking jacket yeah. on, like jeans, you know, like just, uh, just prime. Denzel, he's youth. Like, yeah. He's so youthful. He, I, it's funny that he's like 27, but he's like, I'm 17. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing. That's why he's like, I'm, his, I'm, I'm her 17-year-old son. And it's just like, Denzel, what? And I had to look it up. Yeah, he's like 27, 26, yeah, I think like, it was. I know black don't crack, but chill. <laughs> like, don't, don't, don't insult my intelligence. But yeah, no, he says, his introduction is like, yeah, cool, nothing ratty tatty about this place. And that's the way it should be up here where the hog is fat. No meat scraps. We're talking T-bone steak here, huh? And then he dings a bell. He's like, man, you're it, huh? The big ace in the card deck. Mm-hmm. I'm sure glad our zodiac signs cross. It's like my horoscope said. It's like my horoscope said. Capricorn, baby, consolidate your financial future today. Here I was thinking I was just another poor black orphan boy going to freeze in the cold, in the cold white world. And then that's how Walter knows. Lorraine's dead because he didn't know this whole time. He says orphan in that one little bit of dialogue. And just that one little bit alone, like, that introduces Roger uh, beginning to kind of play Walter. Like, he's beginning to, like, he, yeah. he wants to see how he's going to react to him just, you know, kind of shucking and jiving a little bit. Yeah, like, he's beha- he is behaving kind of stereotypical. And, I mean, I don't feel bad for spoiling it. You find out later that he's not acting how he traditionally acts. He's acting a little more stereotypical just to see how it's spoiler. Hi, Daddy. Yeah. How his how his how his white rich father would react to him being a black kid, like just a just like a normal what what his what his father might consider stereotypically a normal black kid, like whatever the fuck that means. Like Dindel's acting like that to him, and they have this dialogue back and forth, and like Walter gets pretty antagonistic pretty fast. Well, I mean, this guy's like this he gets g- jumping. Oh, of course, he because he because he gets like before he even finds out he's his son, he like walks in and like he's acting he's acting pretty rude. Prude to Walter. Walter's Very like, comfortable. Yeah. In the office. Way too casual. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, I. The only reason I let you up here is because I have very fond memories of Lorraine. She was a very sweet, kind woman. And, like, I assumed her son would reflect that. But the way you're acting, I don't like... He even says, like, I don't like, I like you. you. I don't like you, Mr. Porter. And he sits down at his desk and puts his feet up. And it's like, I've tolerated this enough. Get out. And then that's when it's like, I'm your son. And then he can't believe it. And we jump ahead to him uh, meeting with his lawyer. And then when he tells his lawyer kind of everything about 
Lorraine and how this all came to be. And his lawyer also smokes weed, but it's really <laughs> awkward weed. Like, yeah, like the, it, it's just like it, it just shows it's like comedy. It's like look at look at me. Like I'm just like a bug eye. I'm just like just he's constantly just puffing it. Like it just it's so silly. It's like a little weird joint. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't yeah, know. yeah. It's it's so cute. <laughs> it's like and the, and that's and this is kind of like the one scene that made me even when I was when I first watched it when I was still in the confused like. What the hell am I watching? Phase of, of me watching this mo- this project. It was when Walter says to his lawyer, "Like, oh, I don't see a problem. I don't have a problem. Like, I'm Jewish." Because you also find out in this scene that Walter his his last name isn't really you, Whitley. You, you find out Whitney. that so you find out that Nelson has controlled him too. The way he's controlled his daughter, he basically tells him, "It's like, oh, like so who?" Because the lawyer's asking, "Like, where did this kid come from? Who is Lorraine Porter?" He's like, "Well, Lorraine Porter is someone I went to college with. We we hit it off. Like, I loved her. I truly cared about. Her. I don't, la- I don't, laugh. re- I don't like, remember anything, but we just laughed. We, we laughed a lot. Great time. And the worst part is like, I can, I can have, I'm having trouble even remembering what she looked like. It's been so long. It's been it's been 17 years at least, eight, almost 18 years probably. Yeah. He's like, I can't remember her face. I just remember we laughed a lot. And then next thing I know, I make it big at this company, and then. Like when I'm gonna go and I'm pretty close to at the point where I'm probably gonna marry this woman, my boss finds out about it. Nelson finds out, and Nelson and he recants the story of Nelson when he found out about the daughter about Lorraine. Yeah, Lorraine. What's her name? Yeah, Lorraine. Lorraine. Don't and, forget. Don't forget. Like Walter forgot. <laughs> and it's just this very layered. Uh, talk Nelson has oh, the and flashback. just show the, the, the flashback, flashback of like you can't be with this woman and here's why and did, I don't know did you did you write it down well well because he well there are moments when the 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 flashback is intercut with Walter like uh, adding like adjectives or adverbs to the dialogue so like Nelson would say something like where I'm worried about your I'm worried about your future a veiled threat a veiled threat and about they, his job like about his job yeah and then he'll be and then he would say like you know the right people wouldn't wouldn't appreciate the relationship you would had you had with, with you had with the rain it's like oh I'm not a bigot I'm a realist and then Walter would say like and since that since then I've never been able to tell the difference between the two like yeah. just so like the moments I'm, like, he says like I'm a bigot and it's like so he believes oh the oh that's yeah, I'm He's like, now that, now that your parents are gone, now that your your parents are no longer here, he's like, he used he used my dead parents as like a means to guilt. Me. Oh yeah, he said he slipped on my wet parents' ghosts like an overcoat. I remember that line. And he's like, like, he's like, he's like, like you can't be with this woman. It's it's not the appropriate time. Mm. We'd hate to lose you. It's like a direct threat. Yes, like you can't be with someone like this. It's just not fashionable. It was probably one of the few times I've seen a flashback be used like so. Like, and the narrative such, is such, such an effective use of a flashback. I've never seen it done like that ever before I'm, th- I'm, th- I'm thinking about all the flashback sequences that I've seen all the media that I fucking consume and nothing the way they my- break it down oh my god it's it was a good so, scene. so effective and that's why like the movie just keeps like not knowing how to be just pure satire or pure drama because that was a very dramatic flashback because it's basically talking about how he, this man convinced him to abandon this woman that he cared about. And he loves very yeah. much. And he even talked about them potentially being a child in that flashback scene. So like, like, you wouldn't want that. Yeah. <sighs> like, it's just heart-wrenching. The world wouldn't accept accept that. Where and also, he's... when he's also at this point in time, which I think, again, adds more... more um, a better understanding of what the movie is is that when this conversation would have been happening, it would have been 1964, 1963. Yes, yes, very good points. So, mm-hmm. as as despicable as it is, it's very easy to see why this wealthy white 
businessman casual would, would feel this way regarding other re- regarding minorities yeah realistically and and also too it's like not even just like like you said the level of businessman like he's in the upper echelons of like that high society elitist bullshit at one point like, in the movie later on when they're talking about minorities it's like us we're the minorities and it's like wow one percent before i heard that he, before yeah, oh yeah i remember that part like later on he's like yeah. we're the fucking tiny wheels that keep everything else moving yeah we're the tiny wheel on top that keeps the, all the other wheels turning suck a dick <laughs> his his logic is so like he, he's so intelligent that his I don't know, he's well, so he's, intelligent he, yeah, he's, that his bigotry and his despicable sickness it's almost eloquent. Yeah, like he 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 finds a way to Such make a it. Good make, yeah, no, he finds a way to make like these very terrible points like digestible and like almost but so believable and tangible. Then that's like the true like vicious racism. It's the ones where it's like it's so just normalize they're like well of course is the way it is that's all this character is in the movie is like well of course like yeah. why would you even you're so question? bigoted that you you can't even see yourself as bigoted you just see yourself as like i just normal know one. how the world works the normal like, i'm the normal one but that no, yeah that's nelson's character i'm the no your yeah. guys are the weird one i'm the normal one being like you know a monster but um i know the game is played yeah but in so when the flashback is over like you find out that like okay like so well, I wrote a I wrote a letter to Lorraine broke it off and she never answered me yeah and then you then then we again jump back to um, Roger and Walter together and it's like he basically has all the letters oh, he ever oh, wrote oh wait bef- before that the one point I, I wanted to make was the 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 because that was a very serious scene with like the you know the flashback like very 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 good scene but the thing that kind of when I watched it the first time around that gave me hope that this was a satire was when. Walter's talking to his lawyer, and he's like, "Probably." And the lawyer's like, "Wait, it's not that bad. Like, not that bad. Like, I'm Jewish, my son's black, and my lawyer smokes pot. Like, like that. Like that was that was the anchor. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, this is this is a. This sh- I should be laughing at some points. This fucking movie. So like, we we, all, we forgot to mention that part. So that's another thing Nelson made him change. His last name was Weisenthal. Weisenthal, and he made him change it to Whitney. Yeah, like just. Uh, because that, that's, how, over, that's how bigoted this man he, is. It went over well in like the, the the circles that they go around with. Like that's a very big part because that comes up again in another scene when his life is in, in, in the shit. Like it, the Weisenthal element of it. So like yeah, that 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 part is very important for a lot of reasons. But for me, I like it's like oh good. Like this is a very. Obviously, there's a joke. Okay, good, good, good. I just I can look for the funny now. I can look for the funny. Because before I was like scrambling notes, being like, oh, yeah. class structure, Jesus, <laughs> another racist. This movie never stops. <laughs> it never stops with like the 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 the, the racism, <clears throat> but <clears throat> the jokes. But it's self aware. But it's everyone's playing it so straight. It's like tricky to comprehend. Like, yes, it's exhausting. It's. <laughs> but upon the second watch, I actually it's, found myself enjoying I, this yeah, movie. Yeah, no, I liked it. I, we, we've said it a bunch of times already, but no, second watch, this movie shines on the second watch. Yeah, before through. we started talking, right, like, before we started recording, I honestly still hadn't decided, like, did I like this movie? Like, yeah, you so up in the air, yeah, no, you up in the air for a good amount. It's unusual. It it's is. Just... It's extremely unusual. But that's the reason why I think, like, it's... It even though it got it buried itself, it's a good it's a good time capsule I think because yeah. like it's it's doing all the it's it's more effective than it's more effective than Hardball talking about some of the things yeah. that it's trying to tackle. So just that alone, like sorry, Hardball. It never it never pulls its punches. No, 
No. It never it, – it doesn't stop. It does not fucking stop. So at, after the flashback – yeah, so he, Roger is, like, going through the letters. letters. I, mean, like, I, I can't believe you would go through your mother's letters like this. Like, I can't believe – and Roger's like, and Roger's like, I can't believe you sent them. Like, yeah. You know, like, you're, you, said the, <laughs> you said the nicest, sweetest things to someone you abandoned, basically. Yes. Yeah, so you're still a piece of shit, dad. Yeah. And also, like, Walter gets all butthurt every time, like, Roger calls him dad. Like, motherfucker, that's your son. <laughs> he has the right to call you dad. I know, yeah. I know he's doing it to intact you, but don't buy into the bait, Walter. Like, come on now. You're supposed yeah. to be so fucking smart. So they're like, so they're kind of reeling with it. And the lawyer's like, you, he's not your son. Like, you can't like let a judge decide if he's your son. He's like, I know he's my son. I, like, I he's my son. I know he is. I won't deny that. Like, which is another great thing. That's kind of a great thing about this character. He's like, character right, moment. It was never in the movie. Could easily have a lot of time. Where he's like, he's not my son. He is your son. Like, get into like a whole like derivative like blood test or something like that. But yeah. it doesn't. He's immediately owns up to. It. He's like, no, yeah. he's my son. I know he's my son. Very few derivative moments. Like in yeah, for the amount of like times it could have been derivative moments. Like they act actively try and just like make it real like yeah I'm like the timeline adds up like why, why am I gonna drag yeah. like why am I gonna drag this shit out like even, I, won't is, deny it, it. I feel like that was the movie's way of saying like why are we dragging this out it's the sun get over it come on yeah <laughs> move, move on next <laughs> next <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they're kind of they're, they're still they're slowly getting to know each other and they're walking on the beach and and Roger's walking in Walter's footsteps on the beach and he's like what are you stop doing that he's like <laughs> isn't it isn't a young man supposed to father in his fo- follow in his father's footsteps oh my god He's he like, does, stop calling me dad. He's he, like, well, what am I supposed to call you? He's like, call call me like cracker or honky or or, like or whitey. whitey. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's like, he's like he, and Roger's like, no, no, those things really. Like, That's not a way, a way a boy should talk to his daddy. Mm-hmm. And, he's, what is he, and he calls him Mr. Charlie. Mr. Charlie. And throughout the whole movie, he just calls him Mr. Charlie, and I I don't know what that so, is. Yeah, so like I looked up like Mr. Charlie because like I was I've heard the phrasing before, but it wasn't something like I used as a slur for white people growing up. It was always like really, like, it was like I didn't use honky or the crackers. I only grew up with a bunch of white people. So it wasn't like in my, like all my slurs were for like, you know, my Hispanic friends, like, you know, my, my, oh, my, no. my, my, my Asian friends, everyone else. Also white slurs are boring. Like not fun. Like it's like, cause you guys are the majority. So you control the narrative on slurs. You're so good. You've had so much time to make slurs, not you specifically, Kevin. I'm but, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had so much time for this shit. But anyway, <laughs> for Mr. Mr. Charlie used to be just for um, plantation owners like that. That's, that's what, oh, the, that's what it is. Yeah. But that, that's what these slaves would call Mr. Charlie. Mm. And also, it, w- it would it would be turned, just like most slurs, against uppity black people. So sometimes someone was acting like a- above their station, another black person would call someone Mr. Charlie. The female version for her ladies was Miss Anne. So you weren't left out either. Um, and it just kind of fell out of favor because it's just a, such a specific phrasing and time period. And like, I'm kind of glad it fell out of favor because it like was tagged to like are my slave roots. <laughs> so it was like, yeah. it shouldn't be like one of the big things we call white people anymore. <laughs> like, that's... If anything, Mr. Charlie's kind of, like, a pretty fucked up slur the more, you, the more I yeah. think of, the more I think about it. Like, it's, like, that's up there. <gasps> we might have a new slur for white people. <laughs> didn't I say the slurs would be the best part of the podcast? I don't think that's supposed to be the lesson here. I don't know. I don't know, man. Carmen <laughs> Cobby's layered. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's so layered. As long as he doesn't know that I find that more offensive than Cracker or Hockey. <laughs> He Kevin. won't have any power over it. Kevin forgot the internal monologue. Oh no, my soliloquy. <laughs> oh no. He's laughing because he knows. He caught the conscience of the king. Ripped it right out of the air. So this is when Walter's like, all right, you can, st- I'm going to, he's like, oh, and Roger's like, oh, well, I can live with you now. And it's like, no. <laughs> and, but Walter's still a decent enough guy who's like, okay, 
but we need to figure out how we're going to do we this. we got to play this shit the right yeah, way. Yeah, and Roger's like, why do we have to play it anyway? Like, I am your son. Why is this an issue? And Walter, and well, you can tell it's not really an issue for Walter. He just knows it's an issue for everyone else, and he cares a lot about what everyone else is. So he's like, all right, how do I trick my wife into bringing this kid into our home? I know. I'll say it's like an inner, it's an inner city youth, a troubled youth, and he, he needs our help, and he'll stay with us for a summer to help be better. I'll reverse psychology the bitch, because, like, basically he, he uses, like, the, the high society against his wife because they're always competing. The women are always competing against each other for yeah. arbitrary bullshit reasons. It's like if your girlfriends find out that you're helping this young, this 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 troubled youth, they'll want one too. And they even refer to it that way too. They're like, she'll want one. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And like, well, she'll get, and they, and they refer to him as like boy throughout the whole, like every, every time like Vivian says him, it's like, oh, what a nice lovely boy. And like this the and boy. that. Yeah. Like the, the boy. And and normally it wouldn't be charged because he is 17. So technically not a man yet. I was but, say, but, it, but, 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 but just how straight racist these characters are are played, and the I, fact that Denzel Washington looks like he's in his thirties because he pretty much is in mm-hmm. almost thirty, so it just it feels even more condescending. Yes, it's very con like her tone, like when they say it, like it's once again, it's all about con- context. Like, but the even tone. but even when Walter's trying to sell it as like, look at what you'll have, everyone will be jealous. Even she's like, very. But why do we need to take them? Like we already do so much for these people. people. Like, like they have, they have. Like, I, I think I even wrote yeah. down like all this shit. Like they have welfare low-rent housing, and four of their own television series. Like, how much more do they want? Like, and that's supposed to be, like, that's another part where I was like, oh, it's, it's this, this is funny. This, this is a satire. Yeah. Because, like, there's no way, like, the movie expects me to believe, like, this is, like, a real quote-unquote conversation. Like, this is supposed to be the asshole character right now. And but also, I've heard people say things like things that. Things like yeah, that. that. Not too. as cartoonish and not as... Of course, and that's why the movie's a good satire, because yeah. it's elements of the truth to it. Yeah. Because I've heard people talk a shit like that. It's like, well, Especially when it comes to, like people when people have a very like charged comments about like welfare and like you know like like how we help people and shit. It's like listen, some people will abuse shit, some people won't. In the story, shut it's the fuck just, up. Yeah. Like, like don't like because I mean people make generalizations. About, sure, there are like, people that are take advantage, but then there are other people who genuinely need some help. Yeah, man, because that's people. Like some yeah, people, some people in the world. Duh, duh. Yeah. <laughs> but, so uh, he finally, after you know finagling he convinces her let's bring him let's like we'll do it and she's like okay we'll do it but maybe he shouldn't be in the house we'll keep him in the garage at first so then yeah, yeah just it's like it's so, easier it's, it's they, their justifications like well it's easier to have someone leave your garage than your home in <laughs> case they decide to kick him out yeah yeah which so is they, fair let's 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 space where you fucking move around in oh god <laughs> so then they bring him in and they have like this fancy dinner where he, but she gives like that weird limp handshake to him. Oh, that bullshit dead fish shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I've met many. Uh, I've met many a man and woman that have done that. Yeah. It's like I, my 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 respect points for you if you do that in public. It's like minus five right there. It's yeah. like give me your full goddamn grip. Unless it's like an awkward. Like, yeah, know, if it's awkward. Timing, if it's like a Trump handshake, then you're <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> Trump handshake. You've seen the Trump handshake. I have, I have, I have. Like, he, I think he does that because, like, he's just a fucking, like, he knows it's, it's offensive. Like a, it's probably a power thing. Oh, oh, oh my God. Didn't see that coming, did you? I got you now. Ha! Ha! I'm so cool. Yeah. I'd be like, can we just fist bump, Mr. President? Yeah. yeah. You strike uh, me as a, a fist bump might be better. But if you did a fist bump, he'd be like, stick shift and start yeah. shaking your fist around. I'm like, oh, Mr. President, stop! <laughs> what a bully, you're right. No matter what, you can't win with the motherfucker. Like, why waste your time? <laughs> oh, my God. But, uh, what should I call it? So, yeah, no, he goes into... 
Like so, we do. Do they go to the house for the dinner scene yet? Or yeah, they get I, before they get well before they get to the house. They buys them all the nicer clothes, like a suit, because he's that's wearing right. That's you know, right. He's wearing what I guess a teenager, a black teenager in the seventies, eighties would would probably be wearing. I mean, it's just jeans and a t shirt and like a nice jacket. Jacket, yeah, nice, yeah. nicest jacket. He's so. got the big like shades on. Yeah, so now he has to get like square clothes, and this is yeah. He even and, says and, like, <laughs> if the brothers see me, they'll think I'm square. Yeah. There are no brothers in San Marino. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're fine. <laughs> you're absolutely fine. Right? Roger, <laughs> but and now they're driving. This is this is another cool scene where like Roger kind of tricks Walter again because they're kind of like trying to ask Walter trying to ask information about about Roger. Are you like, in school, Roger? And he's like, are you um in high school? He's like, no, I'm going anymore. I, I I don't I don't go anymore. I left a year ago, and so. Obviously, he assumes he dropped out. It's like what? When what he was you, 16. Like, yeah, like how can you expect to have a future and like you know all this other shit? But like Roger, as like like we said, spoiler, he's in like pre med. Like yeah, you find out he graduated um, at sixteen. Yeah. And he's actually like pre med at smart as hell. I forget what school. Or... John Hopkins, I think, or some. It was some like prestigious like bullshit. I forget what it is. I can't. Remember. But I can't I'm pretty remember. sure it's the same school that he met Lorena. Like they were together, and it's like that's where Aww. I went. So it's another like, oh. nice. but he doesn't know that yet. He still thinks that he is his son is a high school dropout. Mm-hmm. And just like one other thing, where the movie is like it's tying in like the race thing with like the class thing because he's talking about like okay, what what opportunities you're gonna have without like high school? But the thing is, Walter's also like just stereotyping like because yeah. he's a black kid at the same time. But Roger time. is also. I mean, even well, Roger, he, Roger's also playing. But him. even if he was white, if if a sixteen year old kid says like, oh, I left. What would you you're assume? gonna assume he dropped out. Exactly. You're not gonna assume that he he graduated a year early and is now like that's a that's a much more of a leap. Yeah, than huge. <laughs> my teenage son dropped out of school because his mother isn't here to tell him to stay in school. No, he also too all Walter knows is like Lorraine's dead. Who knows when Lorraine yeah. died? So he probably would he probably would assume the worst of of the situation of like yeah you're not going to school yeah. anymore. Like yeah you're not. And he lived with aunt, college and he early. lived with the aunt Clara. Aunt Clara, whose father's a preacher man. Yes. And no, we, husband's a preacher man. Husband's oh, such a good song. Oh, son of a preacher man. Yeah. You know, oh, so they get to the house, and that's and that's when we start to get more, you know, more racism. Like we ever stopped with the racism? <laughs> we'll like, never stop. This movie doesn't stop. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, they're they're sitting down, and the, uh, also we get to see more of like the stepdaughter being a piece of shit. Like that's always fun. Um, with the, the stepdaughter's name is Marion, right? Because I don't, the, I don't remember. The yeah, because it's because the because the mother's name is Vivian. I think the stepdaughter's name is Marion, and she's asking like Roger like these fucked up questions, like, "Hey, ever been arrested?" Oh, even before even before that, the fucking dinner they're serving. Oh yeah, for dinner it's just like, oh, we we made chicken for dinner, and he goes, oh, I love chicken. She's like, I we, know, we, we, we I know you do. <laughs> and they're eating dinner, and it's running theme. They're like, all right, so we're gonna put you in all the nice circles. You'll 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 do class here, and you'll do this and do that. And he's like, okay. And he's like, also you'll be a part of our church. We're Presbyterian. He goes, oh, I was raised Baptist. And like, you'll be a Presbyterian. <laughs> like, okay. All right. Stick very and, and the conversations, point. you know, it's racist, but it's it's going the way, it's going the way Walter would probably expect it and wants it to go. It's like, all right, this is working enough. Like, I, I'm getting just some, the right amount of pushback that I was expecting. Yes. But yeah. okay. And then it's like, it's like, all right, everything's kind of agreed. Like, we're gonna make this young man change a bunch of stuff about himself while not knowing that it's my husband's son. It's like, oh well. Marion or Marianne? Um, the, you're talking about the stepdaughter. The stepdaughter, Marion. So like, Marion's like, do you have any questions when I ask Roger? And she goes, you ever been arrested? And right away, Walter's just like, that's an offensive <laughs> question to be asking someone. 
He goes, yes, I was, little sister. Or, I, I was busted by the pigs. I was busted by the pigs. <laughs> that is not how we refer to the police in this household, Roger. Yeah, and, she, and, she, and he's like, well, ma'am, I know, but my name we call them Grease. And as he's saying, like, Grease Ball or something along those lines, Walter's like, police. Police officers. Police. You're fucking this like, well, Why were you arrested? He's like, well, we were we were protesting a, a clan march? Yeah, a clan rally or something going yeah, on. Yeah, something with the clan, and then uh, a clan member hit him, and they started beating him, and then that's when he got arrested. So... Yeah, and we're saying we shall overcome, and Vivian's like, you don't sing that in this house. Like, yeah, don't, don't say we shall overcome. No he's more like, protest marches. He's like, can I hum it? It's like, well, if you want to hum it in the privacy of your own room, if you ever feel the the need to sing it, the to urge. do that, the urge, <laughs> do it in your room in private, and you would see Denzel Washington give a look of like, what the hell? This bitch is like, even he's like, I wasn't is... expecting this much racism. This bitch is crazy. Oh, God. <laughs> So, like, I was expecting, like, you know, just, like, you know, the fried chicken for dinner racism. Yeah. <laughs> now, like now that this... I can't sing a Negro Ooh. spiritual racism. Oh, just my... about us getting along. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like, why? And so why is it? Because eventually, like, the, the jig is up that they Vivian finds out that, like, he's, he, he's, he's the son. Because that... the daughter's like, I'm dating this boy and her his father is oh, running I'm, for I'm, Senate. Oh, that's right. And we're basically going to engage. So if they find out we're doing this, it could affect that career. So let's see if it's okay with him first. And Walter's like, why the hell should their opinion matter at all? In our house. Like, this is the vote. Who cares? Yeah, it gives a shit. And, and that's another... That's another really good moment, like the movie talking about class, where it's just like all this dumb, rich, like high society Inner bullshit. Circles. Yeah, it's like we have to make sure we have, have the right people around because that could look a bad image because we're in for office one day. People that are just like planning so <sighs> so ahead of time, like they're royalty, like a whole yeah. time, like you just pretend oh, they all feel like, like royalty. See, just see, like the privilege just fucking seeps off of them, like assholes. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, let's see if she approves. And then also my father. It's like, what do you mean your father? It's like, well, that drunk yeah, <laughs> doesn't take care. You? Which which he's which her actual father and never I guess seen. you never see him and you hear his bad things about him and also it adds more to Nelson where it's like that's probably why he wanted Nelson wanted Walter to marry his daughter because he knew that this other guy was a crumb bum so yeah. it's like I'll bring this guy in <laughs> crumb bum that's the type of word they would have used in this movie and so it's like let's bring him let's so it's like oh Walter would be a better one so let's arrange that there perfect and that's why he's not really in the picture so he for all we know Nelson might have pushed him out and like maybe he is in. Intentionally, True. like yeah. that could be a whole thing we don't even know about. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. The prequel. To, <laughs> the prequel There's a cut car. scene where you find out Nelson's like, "Here's twenty thousand dollars. Stay away from my family forever." Yeah. Okay. You're white, so I'll talk to you in person. <laughs> I'll give you the money in person. So then it's just like, well, why should it matter? It's like, well, what if? It's like, well, she's my daughter. He's like. It's like, well, what if Roger was my son? It's like, oh, Walter. This, it's like, no, seriously. Your, Vivian. your, your, your silly um, hypotheticals yeah, don't if, do if that. If he was my son, would he be allowed to stay here? It's like, of course. If he was your son, it's like, all right, then I'll tell you. He's my son. It's like, this isn't very funny. What now, bitch? What now, bitch? He's Check my son. <laughs> blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's the worst checkmate because it fails miserably. Yeah, it blows up in his face. <laughs> As it should. Like, you know your wife? Yeah. Like, come on now. Ra- racism aside, if you're just ambushing your significant other with a surprise kid, like, that's not right. <laughs> surprise kid! Like, like, seriously, racism aside, it's like, oh, this is my kid, by the way. It's like, wait, what, huh? Why were you just pretending they weren't your kid? That they were, like, a troubled youth that you're just gonna, like, bring in here? What point were you trying to prove yeah, to me? Like, what? <laughs> 
I, we're already having issues, Walter. What the yeah. fuck are you doing? I we haven't had sex in seven months. You think this is gonna help? You think this is gonna help you getting pussy, Walter? And then the next scene is just Walter sitting there as the the priest and the doctor come in because because Marianne and Vivian the, the are just so hysterical. And the doctor is just like, I I delivered Vivian. I can't believe this. I've never seen her so torn apart. This is the worst I've ever seen her. I, I've I've been practicing with this family for forty years, Walter. I make house calls. <laughs> I'm that type of doctor, and he says makes a fucking direct threat. You don't get sick in San Marino, don't get sick in San Marino, boy. Because like if I you have do, connections. You, yeah, like I got. You're doctor, not my doctor. I got anymore. doctor friends. Forget my Hippocratic oath. I don't care. Eat You're a, something else. Eat a dick. How dare you ambush with? What does he even? He says something like pretty big too. He's like, how dare you ambush with that child? Or something. Yeah, no. I I have more for the priest. like rang. Oh, the priest. I, I, I have more for the priest dialogue because Walter oh. also Walter also so, says before, so while they're yes, yeah, so yes. while they're fighting. St- sorry, go back before. Vivian's hysterical and faint like part of the argument of like he's your son but he's black it's like what does it matter and it's like well I don't know it's like he won't like he won't be accepted this and that and it's like for some reason that he says like what if God is black yeah yeah it's like I it's like don't you dare yes. say how that. dare you say God is black that's God, blasphemy God is white Walter he is white like you say that right now to me and it's like no Vivian like he presses he plays devil's advocate and she's just beside herself <laughs> and then the priest is just like we do not assume the race of the Lord and then and then he's just like well I was just pointing out a point it's like Jesus is white so therefore his father would be white and, and he, like, he and, just and said and we don't put a race on the Lord and also Kevin's not even like the, when he did the white just now that's the movie like the like the, the, the priest is like God is white you go out there right now and tell Vivian that God is white I don't see the good book around Walter <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. like, it's just a piece of even the and even shows like the even, priest actually made I, me laugh like, really and, hard uh, no cause like another part of the dialogue Walter's like uh fucking uh, no my son's not my son's not black he's hickory bronze he's like I don't and the priest oh, and, like and, your and, car and the priest says I don't like you comparing that man to my car like, <laughs> no I think he says that boy to my car that boy I think that fucking that. boy! <laughs> that boy in my car, you're right. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, fuck these but the, people. But the priest and the doctor, they, they ham it up a little bit, so it's it's, it's it much adds, easier yes, to laugh and yes, see the comedy yes. in it. But because Vivian and Nelson and, uh, and a lot of the other, um, like, the bigwigs that work in his office and stuff, they play it so straight. Yeah, no. And also, too, it's like, I didn't even notice most of the dialogue the first watch around, like, the more, the more like, subtle, like, funny dialogue, because the... the the, the bigger, like, racist shit was hitting me so over the head. So even all that funny, like, that was all second watch. Like, all of that was just having to digest the movie first and then maybe bird to myself again. Man, okay, okay, you've, you've gotten it, you've gotten it in, you got it in. Now yeah. we can enjoy it. So Nelson takes Vivian and Marianne, like, back to his house, I guess, and it's just like, all right, all right, Walter. Like, here's another heart-to-heart me trying to manipulate you. It's like, you need to think about this. This is a very important moment. You can never acknowledge that he is your son. Like, we'll make arrangements for him. We'll won't have to deal with him. We'll this say, and that. We'll like, go, we'll, he'll go in the army. And yeah. like, Walter's like, well, what if he survives? And then Nelson's like, hmm, didn't even think of him surviving. Well, if that does happen, we'll also... <laughs> we'll make sure... We'll, we'll financially, like, recoup him, whatever. I think yeah. they say that later he'll be in the take, movie. He'll be taken care of. He's so. like, you should make the right decision. And it's like, it's like I consider you my son. Like, I'd hate to lose you. Pretty much, again, more threatening without making it they seem all, like he's his friend. Veiled threats. Veiled threats. Veiled threats. A veiled threat. Yeah, so then the next morning when he goes to work, he tells Roger, like, stay... Stay in the garage. I'll be back. Let's hopefully... We'll figure this stuff out. And as soon as he gets to work... They close the door on him and like, you can't come in. Like that's it. You don't work here anymore. Also, we're taking your car. That's the company car. And he's just traumatized. And cut, immediately cut, cutting cards up and shit. Like, yeah, some, some security them. guy comes up and he's like, "These are all company cards." He takes all his credit cards and just cuts them up. And I immediately just thought of Bobby Driscoll. 
Bob Hort, uh, sweet Bobby Driscoll. Oh my God, that kid. God, R.I.P. Bobby Driscoll. Yeah, just right like, at the gate. You don't work here anymore. This is how I find out. Okay, worked here for years. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. and this is also it shows uh, how incompetent Walter is because like his life falls apart so fast because it all depends on Nelson. Because Nelson has so much control over his life. All of his, all of his, because he goes to like a he loses his lawyer too. Like yeah, he goes to his lawyer. He's like, what do we do? Like they took my job, they took my credit cards, and the lawyer's like, actually, I'm representing Vivian in the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're my best friend and lawyer. He's like, well, I'm still your best friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not your lawyer anymore. Sorry, buddy. You don't have any fucking money to pay me. So he, then go, he has to go to another... Does, does no, no. Ha- before that, he calls oh. Roger and is like, hey, um, I'm going to come home, like, pack up your things. We're going to have to figure something out. It's like, oh, yeah, about that, Mr. Charlie. Um, they're, <laughs> they're putting Your stuff's all on the lawn. Though. They're putting it on the lawn. It's like, no, actually, they're throwing it. And you just see, like, the maid throwing... Hucking lo- the shit. Hucking the stuff <laughs> on the lawn. It's like, well, what about my guitar? And then you see, like, the guitar get thrown out. It's like, yep, they just threw that one out there, too. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I really hope that doesn't get damaged. Like, well, it's a comedy, so motherfucker, you know it's getting damaged. Ugh. And then he meets up with a... Bl- How's he find, like, the black lawyer? That lawyer's like, because I'm not representing you here, this is a lawyer I oh, recommend. That's right, that's right, that's Go right. Go to him, and it's... um. I forget the actor's name, but he, he's an actor you've seen in a few things. The, the black lawyer, his which ha- again, his hair looked really as odd as that sounds. Like his hair and facial hair, like that that together reminded me of somebody, but yeah. I couldn't tell you what he was. I in. know he's in Wrath of Khan. Okay, he's one of like the uh, other leaders. Leaders. He's one of the captains of one of the other ships. Representation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we did it. He's <laughs> in stuff. You, you'd recognize him if you saw him. Woo! He's one of those actors. And also, this the, the lawyer just finds this whole situation hilarious. He's like, wait, you don't have anything in your name? You have fucking Yeah, nothing? that's where you find out. It's like, nothing's his name. He's like, you don't even have a checking account? It's like, no, like, the cards were in the company name. Like, the bunch of, like, the um the trust funds were in Vivian and Marianne's name. Uh, the car was in the company name. It's like, how much? Everything. So he's like, what am I? He's like, just be blunt with me. How much? What am I worth? And he gives him, like, a beer. He's like, what's in your wallet? It's like, $65. I'm worth $65? And the lawyer's just kind of like... Haha. <laughs> you dumb. <laughs> Look at your books. Don't trust your don't trust like your manipulative like father-in-law and your even more manipulative wife to have your financial interests at heart, Walter. Like come on, man. But it's a good character moment where it's like he's just gullible. He just, you know, doesn't he didn't have control over his life for most of it and all it took he's was so like stupid. all it was one decision to unravel it because you you upset the one in charge. Like that's kind of it. Um so he he like goes through what I was like. He goes through um, uh, trying to explain like situation. Is that when he picks up Roger after he's done talking to like the the the, the lawyer? Or, like how does he how does he link up with 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 Roger again? Because I say his entire life falls apart. The black lawyer explains. Oh, he's trying to make him black. Also, the black lawyer is like, yeah, they're trying to make you black through poverty. Like, they're yeah, trying, they're, yeah, they're, they're, they're like, they like, won't like, they won't let you fight back as a white man, so they make you uh, live as a black man or something, something like that. Yeah, so I think they get like a taxi or bus to like a really shitty hotel. At, at, yeah, they at, take at they point. take a cab to a crappy hotel, and at the hotel, that like the woman even says like three rings if the vice show up, and then they're referring to the fact that Roger is black, and. That's when Walter's like, he happens to be my son. And he just starts laughing hysterically. It's like, that's one of the funniest ones I've ever heard. Yeah. Like another, like, ha, 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 there's no way. You're different colors. <laughs> Vanilla and chocolate. In everyone's defense, for how black Denzel is, it would be for, And for how white, yeah, for how surprising white, that he's white and Jewish Walter looks. Yeah. <laughs> there's not a, lot, not a lot of white Jew in, 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 in Denzel's face. So, to your point, you are right. You are right. 
And, and then it, that's when he's like, I'm going to find a job. It'll be really easy. I'll land on my feet. It'll be great. And he goes he's, to his banker. Idiot. So he goes to the one friend. The one friend just kind of like, we can't hire you because Nelson already talked to the, the big boss here. And they're like, we can't give you a job. Sorry. And he's like, well, here's some money. Also, like, where is he? Let me see him. Like, where's the kid at? Like, what's he How like? How black is he? Yeah. Is he really black? Like, like just very so poignant. Like, fuck ugh. you. You're gross. Like, the whole thing is gross. And he's like, you know what? I don't need your help. I'll go to one of my other good friends. I'll see you around. He's like, see me around. Where are you going to see me around, man? And it's like, and you're camera, right. The camera, like, zooms in. Like, before, before he even says that, the camera zooms in. He's like, it's a moment of realization. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> I won't. We're not in the same social circles anymore. Nope. <laughs> You don't like black yeah. people. So he goes to a banker friend. He's like, look, I just need a loan. He's like, well, you have no collateral. He's like, what about my word? You have Roger Whitney's word. He's like, but your name's not Roger Whitney, is it? He's like, yeah. And, and no, he does, and that's the best, best part. I don't think he even says anything. Like, the camera just, like, like does, like, a look at him and just, like, yeah. damn, like, who the fuck am I? I'm Walter. Weisenthal? Weisenthal. <laughs> And then that's when they, he tries to hustle the guys for basketball. Yeah, because he, yeah, he needs to make like five dollars. Yeah, like, that's five. He, he, so sees like, he sees like an uh, overweight, like an overweight, like white dad with his overweight young son who's like seventeen playing basketball poorly and thinks that he can hustle him in basketball because he's got a black son. He's got a black son. <laughs> My so, black you know. son. My black son should be better at basketball, but spoiler, yeah. he's not. Yep, they lose. <laughs> Miserably. Yeah, and Walter's just like, how, how do I have the one black son who can't play basketball? Yeah, it's like, fuck you. Like, and, that, and, like, that's, like, why when I was growing up, like, I didn't play basketball because, like, the amount of, like, people that would make comments when I did try to play basketball just for fun, like, well, if you're good, it's because you're black. And it's like, well, no, I'm just not going to play because you've taken the joy of getting better. You've taken the joy out of an activity because of just one little comment. And that's the thing about, like, some comments, they can affect you in the weirdest fucking ways. Well, Damon, because you're the avatar, it's not really fair whose team you're on. The other team's at a disadvantage. So it's just more fair if you don't play. It's like, I was that good. Like, I was like, don't good. you're only good because you're black, Damon. Oh, you guys I, haven't I, even <laughs> seen me play. I'm I'm demoralized. I happen a lot in, like, high school or, like, middle school. Anytime I, like, do, like, a good catch in football or, like, do something athletically, like, like ath- something that was, like, cool athletic-wise, they're like, well, you're much faster because, like, you know, you're black. It's like, no, because you're fat. <laughs> like, you're just fat. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. But fucking, um, what should I call it? Um, where are we at? Where are we? at so oh yeah they lose a basketball and then that's when he's like oh yeah my car he's like you have a car and he sees the car and it's just this hoopty beat up horrible smoky just you know I, I got it for like twenty. It's a comedy, so it's the worst possible car you can imagine. It's if if, if logically speaking, it is not street legal. <laughs> yeah. Of course not. At one point, they run out of brakes and have to scream, "Get out of the way! Get out of the way!" It's gone! It's gone! What did it cost you? It cost me fourteen bucks and a record player. Well, you got ripped off, man. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so they're going through, um, and at one point, like, I just wrote, like, as like, we are not a black, like, he keeps, because Roger keeps saying, like, well, we're a black family, and then Walter's like, we are not a black family. Like, he makes it very adamant, like, he does not want to be associated with, like, what the society that he's, what Walter's high society people think of yeah. black, I mean, of black he's people. Been, he's been groomed by Nelson for almost 20 years now so he probably believes all these things even though go back 17 years he obviously didn't feel that way I mean he fell in love with a black woman yeah and this and I think that's the reason why the movie is also confusing sometimes because it shows like just that just what we were talking about just now it shows like how racism really came from the top down like he Nelson really did it was like just Walter was never truly racist racist but like small little bigoted things throughout the whole time like you'll just it'll infect you and like you just make up these own stereotypes and assumptions and you can see kind of Walter fighting against it this movie's almost about him trying to like 
overcome. Not grow, like not grow. It's more of like, like try to grow past what he's been conditioned to believe for the past twenty years. Yeah, and and that's probably and try to relearn like who he used to be and like what what his attitudes used to be and realize how ridiculous everything around him actually is. And that even kind of makes more sense when he starts when he talks about Lorraine in the beginning. Is I don't even remember like what we what it was. I just remember laughter, like the joy I, I loved felt. Her. I was happy, but like it's just been buried for like, like you said the past like twenty. He was he was he was, he was told to forget her, forget her. You're done. You can't be, be married to her. It, it wouldn't be acceptable. Marry my daughter. Here you go. There you go. It's an executive daughter. Like, you know, she's white, so it's perfect. We don't have to worry yeah. about the legitimacy of your children and those other bullshit. You're a man. Just... You've been in love once. You've been in love once and be in love again. Don't worry about it. And so, like, Walter's, like, trying to... Oh yeah, so the, he's all all the all the means of him getting money are failing. He can't get a job where he's used to. So now he's trying to look for. But he's, he's like, well, I'm gonna try. Like, wait, what's the? You what's know, this is when he decides to rob. Rob, himself. yeah, yeah, rob. Oh, yeah, yeah, gonna... yeah, no, that that's that what I was gonna say. I like, thought you were gonna uh, jump uh, jump past the. Yeah, no, babe, I got you, I got you. Because like this is when the other this is the other rape scene happens. <laughs> Let's, let's turn it back. So yeah. then he goes to his house to burglarize it. He's like, I know where the safe is in my house. Yeah, it's like, I'll break there, in. there's definitely money there. Yeah, I'll break in and then I'll get the money. And while he's doing that, his wife wakes up and it's just kind of like, oh no, take whatever you want. You're here. But oh no, don't do anything. I know what you want. You want to have your way with me. No well, what, I won't stop you. No matter because no matter what, I'm too. You're you're too strong. You overpower me. Like oh and my she, god. And at this point, she can't see him. Like there's a flashlight in her face, and he's wearing a ski mask too. So even if it wasn't for the flashlight, she still wouldn't see him. He's like, go ahead, do whatever you want. Like have your way with me. I won't stop you. And even he's like, what the hell is going on? But then he goes for it. But then he goes for it. it. Yeah. And, then and then he the, does it. And then the, the scene cut is like him ripping the cover off, and then he's in the office. You hear like a mad scream of like Yahoo! Yeah. It's like. <laughs> Like, rape! <laughs> like, we did it, guys! And then the next it's scene... It's the 80s, so... Yeah, the next scene, he's like, oh, my God. He's telling the lawyer, like, I can't so... believe the best sex I've had of my life is my wife thinking she was raped by a burglar. Yeah, and, then you're, and the movie's like, supposed to be like, ha-ha, get it? It's funny, guys. It's super funny. And the lawyer's just laughing more, just like, I... What is this man's life? Like it's like it's like he's watching the movie with us. Yeah. That's how the lawyer is. Yeah, just like bug eyed and being like, "What did what? you just say? What happened next, <laughs> Walter? It's been two days. This week, <laughs> you're already robbing yourself and raping your wife. My lord." <laughs> Goodness gracious. Is the weed this good? Am I not hearing you right? No, no, this isn't that lawyer. Oh, dude, that's right. It's the black lawyer. It's the black lawyer who casually drinks a He drank a beer in his office with Walter, though. Hell yeah. yeah. This man's life's falling apart. He's not going to judge you over a beer at like one or two o'clock in the he morning. He gave one to Walter, too, so yeah. it's fine. Yeah, we're sharing it. They're sharing a yeah, beer. Yeah, hell yeah. Professionally speaking. Hell yeah. But, um, oh yeah, so he, yeah, so he is describing the rape to like not even his best friend, just like his new lawyer. <laughs> hey, his lawyer can't say anything. He, who else is going to talk about it too? <laughs> oh shit, you're so right. <laughs> just tells his wife that night, just like, what? Like, what? What? <laughs> Honey, you won't believe the white people I talk to are crazy, babe. <laughs> we have to get that young boy out of there. It doesn't sound safe for him. No, it's okay. He's actually kind of sort of. It's fine, it's fine. I'll tell you at the end of the movie. <laughs> Honey, what are you talking about? Yeah. Da, da, da. I, I was like, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, so this is like, the lawyer's tone is like, just go on welfare. Like, you you, you can, do, like, it's it's Easily, okay. Yeah. You, you need the money. You need help. And he's like, I won't do it. They're trying to I break refuse. me. I, I won't let them break I me. Refuse. And he's denying money and handouts. So that's when mm-hmm. he decides to just go on the corner and work for... Uh, manual labor. Like yeah, manual, manual labor. labor it's jobs. Like, you know, just a bunch of group of people where it's, 
it's mostly I mean it's mostly a group of minority young men yeah and then you can see like two alcoholic like white guys yeah and like hobos just, <laughs> yeah like just hobos and, and they're sitting for work and people drive around it's like alright who knows how to do this and they all jump on another car comes around and it's funny because you see Walter get rejected twice yeah and even the warrior's like do you know what you're doing he's like they ain't gonna break me I'll do this job while he's in like a suit and then he gets called <laughs> the, to clean stables and the guy calls him dummy yeah. and, come on dummy like, <laughs> it's him and the drunk he's like come on dummy and the drunk's just like I think he's talking to you <laughs> and he sure is. Get yeah. in here, dummy. Yeah, and then he mucks like thirty. I have never cleaned a stable. It seems fucking. Yeah, you, you see him actually kind of just. It's like, yep, clean up that stable and then dump it out and clean the stable. Yeah, hurry but, up, dummy. Yeah, the movie does spend like five minutes of him showing. Yeah, and you, like, you like see watch him getting toil. beaten down. He's in a suit, just dirty and disgusting. While at the same time, Roger's supposed to be looking for a, a new apartment for them, and he does. And when he gets back, he's he's just beaten. Roger picks him up and. um and like he sees the apartment, and it's like a piece of shit. It's and he's disgusting. Like, Are you and all, even on the on the side, because he's in like a I'm not sure what neighborhood he's in, but on the on, if you I don't know if you notice it, it's painted on the side. Death, it's death, death to the ruling class. Death to the ruling class. Yeah, death to the ruling class, and that and that's why I think the movie really is just like has to do with class more than anything else. Yeah, like the the, race. The, the, the the race is just like tacked on because realistically, like the movie is portraying like what the you know the asshole characters view like black people as as like yeah. poor or lesser than so they're tied into the the, the the you know the poor the poverty but it really is just like Richard is poor Richard is poor it, the movie's hitting you over the head because Roger keeps even saying they're trying to break me they're trying to break me they're trying to show me like I need this lifestyle again and he's not even wrong because at the apartment like Nelson and, and Vivian show up they find and, and, them. and pretty much say just that. Like, oh, and, and they even look like they're standing out. Like they're both dressed so like eloquently, to the and they're nines. in this dirty, disgusting apartment while while Walter's dirty and covered in probably Shit. horse manure. Yeah, and he's playing his little. It's not a guitar. It's like it's like a steel banjo or something. I think it's something like that. I forget what it is, but he's sitting there playing it, and it's like, it's exactly what it is. It's play. He's literally playing his blues away, and they're like, "All right, Walter." We thought we'd break you, but we only sort of broke you. We'll let you back into the circle. And this is when he tells Roger, tells him, he's like, Roger, we'll send him to the military. We'll we'll deal with him, and then he'll be suited for. We'll, we won't just, you know, abandon him. He'll be fine. He'll be set like, for life. And he even says, he's like, at one point, he's like, well, you were right about, like, because at one point he says the wind blows white, not black. And he's yes. like, you were right, Nelson. The wind does blow white, white. not black. And that's, but, but Walter's like, that's not right, though. Like, I don't, yeah. don't, don't want to be part of, like, the, he's, he really is just, like, pushing back against what Nelson and Vivian, like, want. They want what's best for him. Yeah. And it's like, it's no. Like, they they want him to be their little bitch boy again. And he does not, he's not being a little bitch boy. And he's like, all right, well, I want you to think about it. You can come back in the circle as long as we kind of get rid of Roger. I'm going to go now. Because Vivian, your wife, has some words, and I've allowed her to say some words. And she's just like, like, Walter, like, I want to make it work. I love you. This is that. And it's like, oh, yeah, love me enough to sleep with a burglar? She's like, oh, Walter, I knew it was you. Which, maybe she did, but as far as the audience is concerned, we didn't you know. didn't, yeah. So we we watched him pretty <laughs> rape, much rape, rape some. Yeah, we, yeah, it's like Revenge of the Nerds all over again, yeah. where it's like, that's another, like. Because she liked it, it's fine. Yeah, like, it's a weird, like, know. weird sexist trope that just, yeah. like, that kind of, like, makes the movie. It dates, a lot of things date the movie. That's, but, a, like, that's but, probably the most dated the, thing the most, in this movie. The, yeah, the, the dynamic between like sex like how how they view like yeah. relationships between like husband and wife and like what the I think I wrote it was like the entitlement aspect of sex like that yeah. that's like very very prevalent in it it's like eh. but 
80s. Yeah, because of vibes of like, you can't rape your wife. She's your wife. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's it's still a fucking thing. Yeah, come on. But also 1980s. So like, of course, like the so many things are they're tackling so many things. But of course, it's gonna be dated. And they're all about titles and rules. So as far as they're concerned, they probably do think that. Where it's like, yes, she's. I'm so entitled that her title is this, your title is that, which means you are entitled to things. Yeah, like she's your like Nelson probably does view like Vivian's property. So why like like also he married her off to the right guy when she was with another guy. And I'm honestly, I I mean, I doubt it, but I, I like to think that there was probably a scene a handoff. where it's like, you need to go. Go. You need to go. Get the hell away from me and my family, my legacy. Yeah. Of, no, my granddaughter is my granddaughter and I'm not going to let the fact, I'm going to find a better father for her. Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, it just. And it's also probably adds on to why Mary, Marianne resents Walter. It's like, you're not my real dad. And for all we know, like, Nelson made him leave. Yeah, yeah. And, so and we don't know, we don't know why they got divorced. We, you just hear him say, oh, he's a drunk. Marianne, like, whispers to Walter, like, Nelson might make you leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, my you, What happened to first husband, do you wonder? <laughs> Papa, Papa. <laughs> don't and then, so this is when a pretty good scene. It's, uh, Roger just runs into the apartment oh, after Vivian yeah. and after Vivian and uh, Nelson leave, and it's like the the pigs are after me. He's like, "What do you mean the pigs are after me?" He's like, "Well, what happened? What did you do?" He's like, "Well, two guys broke into a storefront, stole and stuff, and then ran, and I was walking, and the police saw me, and so I started running." He's like, "Well, I just start running, you can do anything." He's like, "Oh, yeah, oh, well, they, yeah, oh, they, yeah, I think yeah, he, he says did, a, I think he, he says did, a slur this, here." The, I, I wrote this down because like it was such it was another part of the movie where it's like if the movie focused the movie focuses on class, but when the racial elements do come up, it is like Denzel sells it. This, this this line really well because like was because Walter's whole point and it's kind of like the the I think what people get confused about some black or not even black some 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 communities reaction to police presence like some police are good and fine and dandy but some police they are they can be seen as a marauding force that come to a neighborhood and to take people away so Walter in this scene the police start running out or uh, yeah yeah the police are running after Roger Walter's like well why would you run you're innocent and then Roger says when the police says freeze your ass nigga like they made up their mind about what happened like it's not about innocence or proven guilty like that's gone like I had to run otherwise I was gonna get shot or arrested for something I did not do and have the time to prove my innocence and like yeah. that that was such a, it was such a good scene just for that one little aspect of like yes, like this really does hit hit the hit the nail right on the head. Like people have different reactions to the police because the police can suck sometimes. Like that was just an interaction with like really shitty cops that just saw a black kid by a broken window and assumed and he had to run away because he's in fear of his fucking life. And this is also a good character moment because Walter does a dad thing. Yeah, he, he a dad hides moment. Him. He's like, I'm going to hide you. We're going we're to figure this out what it is. And he puts him in like the, because their house is so poor, the one closet is like a bed that comes down. So he puts him in the bed and like throws it up and closes it. And then that's when the cops come in and, and that's and Walter distracts him. He's like, shove off, pigs, and runs away. And then we cut away yeah. to <laughs> to Walter's in jail, and Roger's visiting him in jail. And it's just kind of like, like, wow, well, thank like, you. Like, yeah. I can't believe you did that for me. You you got arrested for me, Walter. It's been three days. Yeah. <laughs> now you're in jail for your black son. Like, I think it has been three. It's like been three or four days. It has been a long time. <laughs> this man's life is just in fucking shambles, dude. Oh my god! But no, this is another like good scene. This is like, a scene that easily could have been in a drama movie when Denzel's pouring his heart. Like, this is the scene it, where you're like, you, Denzel's talent bleeds in this scene. Yeah, you like, see, it's so this good. one scene, Denzel Washington's first movie before he did anything else. This comedy, <sighs> you see, like, oh, this 
This kid will grow up to become Denzel Washington. He you see it in this scene. He sells the hell the out of chest, it. Yes, like even the mannerisms, like they all show like the the blueprint was already there. Like I yeah. saw other good scenes from this scene. Like yeah. just other iconic Denzel speeches. Like it's it's one of them. This is when this is when you kind of just see Denzel where he kind of just lets it all out there. He's like, I never want anything from you. I never wanted money. I didn't want this. I just wanted to know who my dad was. Like a part of me was so hated you so much for leaving us and for saying all those sweet things and not being there that like I honestly wanted to hate you. Like I was hoping you would you would get mad at me and swing at me for the way I was acting and then I would have an excuse to hit you. It's like can you imagine a son wanting to hit his own father? How horrible is that? And he's selling the hell out of it and, and George Siegel's just sitting there just like reacting to it and doing a good job of being like, this was the one chance this was the only time I felt like I was actually a good father to you. I'm in jail for you. And it's like Roger's like, I appreciate it. Like you 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 sacrificed so much. Like I didn't mean for your life to Happened this way. I thought I could just meet my dad, but I would, but I was so angry at you for what yeah. you did to my mom. And that's yeah. what's the worst part. Is like, how could you do that to her? She, she would have given you a good life. She loved. She, she loved you to the end. Like she, and then that was the part that like the scene was like the whole movie just like was kind of like not treating it as a bit of a joke, but like how serious the scene was. It was very jarring for the movie because the movie's almost over at this point. Like, yeah, it was, like, there's only, only like, like ten minutes left. Yeah, ten minutes left. So it was just like you're getting hit over the head. Like there's very poignant points that are being made about like how you know this woman died loving this man. Like thought she was gonna come. He, she, Roger's like she thought you were gonna come back to her. Like it's all this like, it's so heavy yeah. for a comedy, and but it's all still so relevant and nice and beautiful. And like it's it's, it's Roger coming in terms of like how he was in the wrong for the situation as well. The things he, the, way the he things did. he was expecting, the things he wanted from this relationship. Yeah, like it was just it's just good, and it yeah. and that's why. Upon first watch, once we've been saying this whole time, it was just hard to figure out what the movie was because you have these moments of like, God damn, like movie, yeah. like am I, am I supposed to laugh at this? <laughs> like I don't think this is a laughable moment. Like I'm, I'm getting goosebumps from Denzel's speech right now. I, I, I just watched some slapstick bullshit happening where you're cleaning up shit in a horse stall maybe six, seven minutes ago, followed by a deadpan satirical racism. Followed by like weird rape jokes. It's just it just the movie never stops. It just hits you it, over yeah. and over and over again. And just the tone can be I think when I first when I watched the movie the first time, I texted Kevin and I was like, This oh I no, I was talking to like my brother in law and he was I was like, This is a violent the tone of this movie is very violent. He's like, What do you mean violent tone? I'm like, just the movie is like it's just constantly just all over the place. Like, you feel just, you're being rocked, like, yeah. left and right. Like, God damn. It's, I mean, for, yeah. it's just, but the, for it to cap on this scene, like, I'm kind of glad it did. Because it yeah. got to show Denzel's range, got to show a good character moment between, like, the father and son actually connecting. Yeah. for Because like, I, I think it was the last, like, thing stopping them was, like, tr- truly talking about how Lorraine felt about yeah. him. So. Or, I mean, also because we, we, like, we find out that. We find out a little later that this whole time, like, he wasn't a dropout of high school. Actually, he graduated early. He's pre-med. He's really great. So, like, this is also the moment where Walter doesn't know this yet. But, like, you you can tell it's like, hey, when I was acting the way I was earlier, being kind of rude to you, like, I was putting on an act. Which just shows you how good of an actor Denzel Washington is. Because in the beginning of this movie, he's playing a character playing another character. It's a pretty layered performance for a comedy in a first movie for a for a yeah. young actor. Yeah, yeah. When it could, when he could have played it so many different ways, and because he could have been more cartoony, actually yeah. racist, and he's yeah. not really. I mean, he's he's a little stereotypical, but to a to, to a point Believe- where it's not. It's a believable and it's not amount. like offen- I mean, did you find it offensive at all? No. The only things like I would think that no, nothing Denzel did that was like like I, like I said like the only the most offensive quote unquote thing was like the beginning speech when he comes in. He's talking about ratty tatty and like all those other like that. Yeah. But that's kind of slang for the time. Like he's seventeen, so. Like, 
like yeah. he would do that. And then he's also trying to act the way he's trying to act to fool Walter and thinking he's just like, you know, some regular down his luck black youth. He would put on that performance. Yeah. So like nothing really stuck out to me. The the clash shit stuck out more to me. And the cartoonist racism stuck the cartoonish racism stuck out to me. Like yeah. that was Denzel's performance was like Top fucking notch. Like, yeah. I not think he was chucking and jiving too fucking much. Yeah. So so Walter. So Roger's basically like, I'm gonna go back to wherever it is, wherever my college is. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, but again, he doesn't know that. He's like, I'm gonna go back to my hometown. Yeah. I'm sorry, I uprooted your with, life with Aunt Clara. I'm I just gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to live with Aunt Clara. I'm gonna go back with Aunt Clara. I'm gonna leave, and then he leaves, and then Roger, Roger, Walter gets out of jail, and he goes back to his office. Like nothing's changed. He's like, nothing's changed. It's like nothing happened. And Nelson's like, well, what do you mean? Let's just say none of this did ever happen. Everything will be fine. You know, like. And that's when he's like, oh, like the winners and losers. And you're a winner. It's like, well, if there's a winner, then that means there has to be losers. It's like, why do, Why can't we all win, Nelson? Nelson's like, a world without losers? That doesn't sound very fun. It's like, even when we <laughs> die, like even death has winners and losers. There's heaven and hell. And and then Walter's just like, what do you What do you mean? And he's like, it's like, well, you know, he's, I forget what he says about Roger. He's basically like, like he, he's, he's, uh, he's black and he's this. So like, why, why, basically like, why bother along those lines? And Walter's just like, what do you, he's like, He's like, life already gave him two strikes, and you won't even let him swing for a third pitch. Like, you've already written him off. Like, that's yeah, not, you're, you're so wrong. Very good line. He's like, I think this is also the point where, like, Walter, like, kind of calls him out. It's like, your, your, your logic. It's like, you, you, I forget the, like, the, the, the purpose. What he says, because, because, because more and more, Nelson's just, is like, logicking, not logic, logicking. He's, he's kind of just talking in a way that sounds like he knows what he means and it sounds intelligent but it's really just extremely bigoted and backwards and manipulative yeah. and that's when uh, that's when he finally said, Walter says to him he's like you have just enough logic to give your sickness a respectability yes that was the line just powerful line you 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 give say it one more time uh, life no that wrong one that is, <laughs> <laughs> life's like a box of chocolates <laughs> and cut Nelson <laughs> you're, you're a bigot you're a bigot you're a bigot <laughs> It's uh, you have just enough logic to give your sickness respectability. You have just enough logic to give your sickness respectability. And that's when just like, how dare Such you? Such a good line. Well, just like, you know what? <laughs> I don't like how you're talking about him. And it's like, oh, and how you're talking about black people because my son happens to be black and I don't like this. You know what? You know what, Nelson? Like, I'm going to go. He's like, don't you walk out that door, Walter. If you walk out of this door, it'll be the last thing you ever do. You'll never have a job in here again. He's just kind of like, he doesn't say anything. He just walks out. <laughs> yeah, like he he just he, yeah. The flex really is like he just doesn't say anything, yeah, and that like, makes Nelson no. furious. That's the only time we've seen Nelson lose his cool this whole he his cool. movie. He, he's he's finally lost control over someone in his life. Yeah, for the first you time. you see him vulnerable. That's, yeah. that's, every time he's given like his little speeches, it's very calm and eloquent, and just this is just how we have to do. To like he's prepared for every sort of thing you're gonna say back, and he has a weird twisted logic. To just bring it back around. To every shitty decision, to every shitty comment. Yeah. But this is the one time that no matter he can't finagle his way. No matter how racist he is, he can't convince Walter he can't, to say. He can't logic. <laughs> he can't manipulate and logic him anymore. Yeah, he, he, like he used to. And it's a shame. Like if he, like what his life would have been like if he never let him do it to begin with. Yeah, and like he would have been with Lorraine, and you know would have had like a black probably son, a great, probably happy yeah, life, yeah, phenomenal. prosperous. I mean, he not, was clearly not, a smart businessman. I'm sure. Like he, he would have done he, something else. Even if he would have fired him, he, he's he's the junior executive that came up with that great idea. So someone else is gonna want And that's, that's the reason why Nelson even wanted to take him back in the first place. They're trying to break him, but they're even saying that the company misses you. Like, come yeah, on. Like, he, he knows he's he, valued. He, he does something. That's why Nelson wants so much control over him because he, he he gives you something. In the business world, if you're not getting anything out of a motherfucker, it doesn't matter Like if you want control. Like, it's pointless. So, you're, to your point, like, if he just stayed with Lorraine, then they would have a beautiful life. They would have figured something out and it's just... Roger's life probably would have been even better. Because yeah. then now you find out where... So, so Walter's like, alright, I want to say goodbye to my son before he leaves. Oh, he because so, he's driving with like the he's the, driving the with like the, the black the lawyer, lawyer and that's when the lawyer tells him like oh he didn't 
drop out. He graduated early. Yeah, he graduated two years he, early. Yes, that's how we he's find taking out. classes in Northwestern. That's the college. Oh, he's, he's like, oh, he's okay. Northwestern. He's like, he's pre-med. And he's like, I had no idea. And he's just like, wow, you know what? You were right. When he came in, I saw a black man. I didn't see a, a college student. I didn't see this. Like, I, I, I don't know what I was doing. And the lawyer's just kind of like, well, there he is. Say goodbye. And he's saying goodbye to him. And he calls him Mr. Charlie one last time. He's like, it's like it doesn't sound very formal. Why don't you call me something else? He's like, all right, dad. I was like, <laughs> I've been waiting this whole movie. Oh, he's like, yeah, maybe I can come and visit you at school. Like, we'll go out and get something to eat. It's like, I don't know what our relationship will be, but we can have a relationship. We'll figure it out. And Roger's just like, that's that would be great. That would be nice. And then as he's walking away, he even says to him, like, you know, I'm a pretty good mechanic. I have a friend out there, because that's where I went to school, is out there. He offered me a job years ago. Maybe I'll take him up on it. Because, again, I have nothing now, because <laughs> no. I walked away from again. So he <laughs> yeah. goes up to the lawyer, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to take my things. Can you please uh, send all my other things and send it to his Aunt Clara's house? And the lawyer's just like, all right, my, all right. My man. <laughs> the lawyer is so happy that he's just like, you chose your son over high society. He cannot wait to go home and tell all of his friends and family. It's like, honey, honey, you won't believe. He chose us. He chose us. He tells his wife. It's like, so what happened? The last thing you told me, sweetie, was that he raped his wife. Yeah, so after he raped his wife, he went to jail for his for his black son and chose his black son over being rich. What? What That's a turn! Insane. What a turnaround! <laughs> Seems like a lot of character growth. It sure does, baby. Now get over here. Our our sex is consensual. <laughs> we have a healthy marriage. <laughs> And then there's another sweet moment. He gets in the car with him, and then he's like, oh, mom would want you to have this. And he gives him a picture of him and Lorraine together. And it's a really sweet moment. Like, it, even for the audience. Lorraine's because Because even for the audience. We, we've we never seen we've Lorraine. We've never seen Lorraine, but she's been ta- she's had a presence over the whole movie. She yes. gets brought up all the time. Constantly. And even you were kind of just like, what's her deal? And when you see it, there is this cathartic moment. Am I using that right? Yeah, yeah, no, there's catharsis. There's a cathartic moment where it's just kind of like, wow, like, there she is. This is so sweet. And you can even feel like, like, Walter's Walter's, like, there she is. That's what I I thought. I was searching for this memory. The the way the actor, he has a pretty good job for most of the movie. This is a great scene with him because it's like, you you said the realization, like, hits. And he's like, this is what this woman was to me. Like, oh, But then, but then, three seconds after this really point, (laughs) 80s movie, 70s movie, can't have, can't have too much serious, poignant shit without aggressive saxophone. We're gonna make it in big town. Trumpets. It's gonna be great. Yeah. We're moving on up. I'm walking on air. <laughs> gonna get closer. Yo, yeah, yeah. And so, like, they, they look my and, like... My black son. Yeah. And my the, black son. The, 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 Roger's looking at Walter. The best that he can. Walter's also, he is pre-med. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And that's what the movie pretty much ends. That's like they're, they're just going that's off the sunset to, to, to Aunt Clara's, and it was, um, it was. I upon second watch, I like this movie. Me too. I I, I, I like it. And now we actually talked through it. I, now I'm thinking about it more. It's like, yeah, this was a good movie. This was a good movie because like this, they they could have fucked up so bad on any of these. Honestly, things. I bet some people. Other people would disagree, and I'd be curious to hear that. Like, yeah. if you don't think they handle things well, let us know. Let us know. Like, what what bothered you, or what do you think was like that? They hit the they hit the nail right on the head with that little thing that they did. Oh, and so I there's have, so many nuances of just yeah racism and just stereotypes in class, and just like they're talking about the one percent versus like you know like the rest of the population. I'm talking about like and then going to like 
like just small little details about welfare and like you know especially like in the time the movie was made like in the you know the sixties seventies and eighties that's when you saw like a big increase in the amount of people that were eligible for like you know the government helping them in some way shape or form like Medicaid got bigger like a lot of those programs got bigger and people had a lot of opinions about it let's just say that people were like oh great some people were like like we're we're <laughs> we're giving shit to people for free yeah. like, like you need to help some people like fuck I'm sorry like yeah. if shit wasn't so un- if shit was so uh, equal, we wouldn't need it. But lo and behold, like some people need help. Like r- r- low income housing, that's important. Like some people can like use that the welfare and get a better life. Like I've met, I've known people that have actively been on welfare because they don't want to be on welfare yeah. and because they're in, in between some shit. And guess what? Now they own a house because they actively got the help they needed to at that time. They're not fucking homeless. So, right. so I guess I, I don't have a fan theory for this, but I guess my hope or something like side thing this movie is or thing that would be cool is I think it would be cool to see like a sequel to this because oh. George Siegel he's, I mean he's still alive he's still acting he's an older man and Denzel Washington is Denzel Washington I don't need to explain who Denzel Washington is mm-hmm. and I don't know I think it'd be cool if maybe you had a movie about them just like having dinner together just something or maybe maybe Denzel has a kid now and maybe mm. there's I don't know maybe there's a layer to that I don't, I don't know what it would be his mother's Chinese <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I have a blazing sun, Dad. What do I do? Like, I don't fucking know, man. Uh-oh. <laughs> All I know is how to deal with a half-black, half-white son. He's black, Asian, and Jewish? Oh, yeah. boy. Uh-oh. Here we go again. Muscles. No. Oh, jeez, man. It just gets like, they, they they make some things better, but they make some things worse in the sequel. See, see you, know how, I saying, you know how we said that this movie handled the race stuff very well? I think our sequel's not handling the race stuff very well at all. The sequel's not <laughs> mm. Hopefully, hopefully we don't get greenlit. This that, doesn't sound very good. That's why it's never been a very se- offensive. That's why it's never been a sequel because they try to make a sequel. They're like, we've just made the most racist movie. <laughs> Denzel's manager's like, mm, Denzel, we have another script for you. He's like, is this? How many times are you guys going to send me a different rewrite of Carbon Copy Two? I won't <laughs> do it. Okay, I'm making Macbeth with the Cohen brothers next. I am not doing Carbon Copy Two. I'm not doing Yellowface, guys. No matter how you package it, I'm but, not doing it. But George says he needs the money. No, he doesn't. All right, he's on the Goldbergs. He's doing fine. I know he's doing fine. It's gonna get canceled eventually. Uh, we all know it is. <laughs> but until then, I'm not it's been doing it. For a while, it. people do like it. I, I don't watch it. I don't but... know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm it's talk- a popular show. I'm talking shit on a show I've never watched. <laughs> but, yeah. but um, yeah. Anything else that like, you? Thought about them? Like final thoughts? I, I yeah, uh, I, I, I liked it a lot. Not really? I think that was about it. So, let us know what you thought of Carbon Copy. Also, if you want to give it a watch, it is on YouTube. Um, yeah, and the like, uh, like, share, and subscribe, like all this let shit. Let us know what you think. Follow, yeah, please. follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or hit us up at a black and white review at gmail.com. Yeah, and like uh, our Instagram is a black and white review. Our Twitter is a black white rev2. So a black white rev2. And our Snapchat's the same. So thank you for, you know, listening. And this has been a black and white review. Woo! Deuces.